Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to welcome you to tonight's show. It's going to be, Do You Really Want to Be Me? A Black Woman's Life. You can wear my clothes, style your hair like mine, and share the same man as I do. But do you really want to be me? There are 23.5 million black women in this country in comparison to the 127.3 million black women, women, pardon me, 127.3 million women in America. The struggle of the black woman is seldom acknowledged today. Being a black woman has its downfalls and is one of the most compelling sides of a story of liberation and dedication. According to official estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau, the black woman population in the United States was $2.5 million in 2013. This is 52% of the total black population compared to black males that make up 48% of the black population. Compared to all females in America, black females are on the average younger at 35 years old compared to the age of all females at 39 years old. Black women, black female children under 18 years old are at the same percentage as all female children to their respective same populations at 49%. The percent of the population who are females increase much quicker by the black population as they get older due to higher mortality rate of the black man. This considering that women of all races and ethnicities have longer lifespan than men. I'd like to welcome you guys. I want to give you a little bit tonight. We're going to talk about the plight of a black woman. I'm going to give you some details. We're going to talk about the population, which I gave you a brief description of how, how many black women are in America as of 2013, and we're going to carry on to education. In 2013, uh, and this is from the 2013 census, that's the earliest census that I can get. Uh, For most of you guys, if you are of my race, you can go to uh, www.blackdemographics.com. Very valuable and valuable information there. Let's see. Uh, okay. Yes, it's very, very, people are, of course, texting me. This is from the 2013 census, and this is brought to you by blackdemographics.com. In 2013, about 57% of black women, 25 and older, attended college, although only 31 have completed at least an associate's degree, compared to 60% of all women who attended college of which 39% completed a degree. Black women have been more successful than black men in closing the gap when it comes to college degrees. About 22% of black women have bachelor's degrees, compared to 30% of all women. Also, the number of black women who finished high school but did not pursue higher education is about the same as it is for all women. 27% compared to 28 
percent respectively. Now that's my son. The percent of black women who have associate's degrees, 9%, is equal to all of the women, 9% in America. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I guess my son had an accident. Uh, I have to check with him and see if he's okay. Sorry about that. Now, that kind of stunned me right there. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Staying on point. Whew, okay. Only 15% of black women over 25 did not complete a high school diploma which is only slightly higher than all women at 13%. American females ages 16 to 16 to 64 had a higher participation rate in the labor force. We're talking about employment. As compared to all females, 69%. Labor force participation refers to the percent of women who were either working or looking for work. See, I have a caller out there. Let's check in, see if they want to say hello. Hello, welcome to Gina's Group Theory. Feel free to say hello if you care to. If not, I'll carry on. Hello. Hello, hi. How are you? Fine, and you? I'm doing great. I don't know if, um, you know, many of my guests, they want to be anonymous. Are you anonymous today? Yes. Yes, great. Okay, well, welcome to Genius Group Theory Anonymous. We're talking about the plight of the black woman. I take it that you are a black woman? Yes. Yes? Okay. Uh, would you like to want me to continue and you want to kick back and listen or you want to bring in some conversation? Kick back and listen. Okay, go ahead and kick back and listen. Right now we're on labor. Women, women not in the labor force, including those who may be in full-time students, disabled, that fits me, and others who are looking or gave up looking for employment for other reasons, okay? The earnings of a black woman. 36% of African-American women who worked full-time all year in 2013 had median earnings of 33780 33, in 2013, compared to the 3897 of the women above in the above table. If you guys notice, I did put tables out there for you guys to see with graphs so that you'll be aware. And some of you who are there, you can look and follow along with me. Of black, ma- black females ages 16 to 64, 25% had no earnings in 2013, which was higher than 26% with no earnings of all females in the same group. Also, a larger percentage of black females, 16 to 64, were unemployed than all other females, which estimate 9.6% compared to 58, 5.8%, and were now living below poverty level, 29% than all females, which total 17%. Compared to all women in the United States, black women who worked were less likely to work in occupations that may be considered white collar and were much more likely to hold service jobs. Only 64% of all black working women held white collar jobs compared to the 72% of all women. For the purpose of the above charts that I did put out there for you, white collar occupations did not include, but not limited to jobs in maintenance, management, business, computer, office, and legal, and education, etc. These occupations 
blue-collar occupations, which were held by 8% of black working women, included employment and construction, maintenance and repair and installation, production, transportation, etc. Service occupations include health care, shout out to my girl, support, protective service, food preparation, and serving, etc. Other characteristics of the black woman, which this is really close to my heart, black women are the head of 29% of all black households, which is more than twice the rate of all women at 13%. That is actually 16% higher than all of the women combined in the United States. These are households defined by the U.S. Census Bureau as having a female head and no spouse present. Only 33% of black women gave birth were married, which is almost the opposite of all women in that at 64%. So if you look at it, let's break that down. This is the main point of my whole reason for me doing this. Black women are the head of 29% of all black households, which is more than twice other women households, where they're from apparently single black women. Oh, let's see. I have a caller. Let's go ahead and tap in and see if they'd like to say hello. Hey, hello. hello. This is Victor Hi. calling uh, the show. Hi. Hello, Victor. I'd like to welcome you to the show. This is Gina. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Actually, I believe you invited me before, but I couldn't uh, call in on your last broadcast. Well, you know, everybody can't get out here when when I tap you in, but that's okay. Welcome. We're actually talking about, well, (laughs) nice to meet you as well. We're speaking about black women, and I do know who you are, and I spoke to you prior about uh, black women yourself. Um, You can go ahead and kick back. I'm going to run through a couple of uh, another points for everybody to get a hold to, and then I'll tap you back in, and if you'd like to talk and, you know, share or Ask any questions that you'd like to ask. You'll be more than welcome. Is that okay with you? Sounds good. No problem. Go okay. right ahead. Okay. Well, hold on. I'll be right back to you. Thank you for joining. God bless you, too. You're very welcome. Hold on. God bless you. Okay. Thank you, Victor. Uh, these are households defined by the U.S. Census Bureau, having no spouse at all. So only 33% of black women who gave birth were married which signifies the kind of household that I came from. I came from a single-parent, mother-ran household. Thank God for her because she was an extraordinary woman. She taught me and my brother how to make it in this world, how to work for everything that we had. So all of these points that I'm touching are points that are close to my heart. (sighs) These additional Responsibilities may also explain why black women are slightly overrepresented in the workforce compared to all women and even higher than black men. No disrespect, 67% black men. Even though black women are overrepresented in the workforce, they still have a higher unemployment rate than all women, 10% to 6% respectively. And I give my most respect to all of my sisters out there. All of these factors help explain the higher poverty rate for the black woman, which is 29%. That is astounding. These are 2013 
Census Bureau, well, blackdemographics.com takes their information from the U.S. Bureau of Census as well. But they focus on, this is where you can find uh, information about employment, uh, population, relationships, education, uh, disabilities, whatever it is that you want to know about your particular race. I'm quite sure they have it for every other race as well, but I'm fortunate enough to do research to find out. We're going to talk a little bit about relationships. This is a little touchy for mostly every uh, black woman out there. They're touchy because relationships, uh, you know, I hear there's a lot of myths about what a black woman is about. And that's when I tap. When I tap Victor in, that's kind of what he's probably going to want to speak to me about. And so you'll be able to hear it live. Relationships. Let's talk about relationships with a black woman. The percentages of black women who are married and who have never been married are almost the exact opposite of those percentages of all women in America. Although 48% of black women have never been married, 46% of all women are currently married. Wow. Only 26% of black women are currently married, while only 30% of all women in America have never been married. Black women are less likely to be separated from their spouses. 5% 5% compared to all women at 9%, but are more, much more likely to be divorced, 13%, compared to 3%. Black women are less likely to be married than black men. And that is really shocking. As a matter of fact, there are about 364,000 more black men who are married than black women. Even though black women are even though black women are fifty one percent of the black population, wow, that's, that's amazing. While the overwhelming percentage of black women are married to black men, ninety four percent, about eighty six percent of black men are married to black women. Wow. So we can touch we can kind of touch on that. I can kind of lead uh, that conversation into which my caller who called in. We're going to go ahead and touch back in. When I spoke with him the other day, let's go ahead and say back hi to Victor. Yes, hello. hello Victor. Uh, hi, how are you doing? Hi. I'm doing fine. Are you a little nervous or what? Are you okay? <laughs> well, you cool? this is my first time speaking on the radio, but uh, let me tell you, we were uh, discussing uh, a topic that you brought up yesterday, which was interracial dating. I believe that everybody is unique and yes. everybody has the opportunity and right to marry or go out with whoever they wish, uh, and it shouldn't matter, you know, what race you are. Um, as right. you're saying about uh, people, you know, either not having a couple or being married, you know, by the common law or not getting married at all because, you know, poverty level or, uh, you know, sometimes they, right. uh, it's just, uh, um, I don't know, people just decide to marry outside of their race, and that tends to happen also. You know, it's very common nowadays. Uh, I myself uh, came to this country from Mexico City when I was a little baby, you know, uh, being that my dad is a cop, and my dad, you know, he had a little problem with my mom where she got remarried because uh, 
he he left her over there, you know, and basically they didn't they didn't tell her, Oh, I'll be back or I'll still we'll still be together, you know, just decided to come work over here to this country, to the US. Right. And uh so I was left in a limbo and so my mom got remarried to a cop and the cop told him, you know, if you want to stay in this country and stay with have the child stay with his mom, that's okay, but you have to pay child support. Oh, I have a uh, mm-hmm. a, uh you know, a, a, a uncle over there. That's a civil engineer professor. He said, "Well, this is not right for my for my family, my dad or my brother. You know, so I believe you are, you know, uh, intervening with all this and making the situation worse." So I was brought mm-hmm. to this country at the age of four. Uh, at the age of fifteen, I became a resident and started, you know, uh, wow. you know, um, working out here and also um, going to college. I graduated high school from with a 2.5 GPA, became friends with the assistant right. principal and the principal. <laughs> Thanks to that, I got mm-hmm. my diploma at age 21. And so I went on to, you know, being a x-ray technician, medical assistant, and I graduated from there with a 2.8. So, I mean, we all come from a struggle, and we all have situations like that. Me, uh my dad kind of abandoned me, right, because he was never in my life uh, from the age of six mm-hmm. until 12. Then he came back at 12 and then decided for me to move in at 15, but kick me out of his house at 17. So it's like he's been playing around with me, you know, but that teaches us to be autonomous. Uh, now, my mom, she gave me away because she was very low income and, you know, I was the only child and they gave her away uh to, you know, she, she was kind of like a runaway and they, you know, they gave up on her. So she had to, uh, you know, work, uh, wash clothes or dishes just to work, be able to one day uh, work in a hospital in Mexico City. And she became a security guard and she's in charge of admissions now. So, I mean, life turns around, oh, beautiful. you know, you got you to gotta improvise, you know. Uh, these situations do mm-hmm. happen. They're very common. Yes, thank uh, you. Yes, they do. So, yes, they so do. it doesn't matter uh, where you come you? from. There, yeah. Or what, where you come from, or what? And I thank you for making that point. I do have a couple of callers. Let me touch in and see if they like to say anything. So bear with me one minute. Hold on. Hello, you're live with Genius Group Theory. Did you have anything you want to come in and say? Okay. Okay. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Okay. Well, listen on in. Okay. Uh, hello. Hello. You're on Genius Group Theory. Did you want to comment on anything? Come on into the conversation. Okay. Okay. We'll tune on in and listen. Thank you for coming. Um, actually, uh, the other show that you were speaking about coming in on, about the biracial, if you don't mind me asking, could you tell the, you know, my our listeners what nationality you are? Myself? What nationality are you? I am uh, Mexican by birth and American by heart. <laughs> well, I was, uh, you know, I became okay. a citizen. In, That's in right. You're Mexican American. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I guess you guys had a struggle as well. Uh, I grew up without a uh, father. There's not a father present in the house, and we had a single. And I'm surprised is that my brother's not out here tonight. I did touch him in. The, the mm-hmm. Bishop Brett. He's he's not in tonight. But I'm glad that you joined, and we do have a lot. We have callers out there that are listening in. A lot of people are very shy to come out and say anything, and they're, you know, it's okay. I kind of ease them in. And for people who are at at home, 
who want to, you know, voice some opinions, just go ahead and text me and I'll go ahead and share whatever it is that you want me to share. And you can be anonymous always. Um, the reason why I do that is because I know how uneasy it could be. Um, I've been doing this show now for five years. And this past year, I came back in uh, doing the show. Uh, and I'm doing it a little bit, tad, a tad bit different uh, than the way I used to do it. So it's, you know, and things have changed uh, greatly. The the show that you say that you missed, it's okay because we will do another show about it. It was about biracial dating. You had disclosed to me that you were interested in, uh, had you ever dated a black woman? Me, myself? Mm-hmm. Myself? Well, see, yeah, have you ever dated grade a black school, woman? in grade school, uh, I have, you know, had, I went to East Las Vegas, you know, I, I went to school out there in Vegas. Believe me, uh, there's riots every day over there. Where, you know, people against every, everybody's against everybody simply because they don't like the way the school is run. So I, right. you know, I have oh, to. Oh, I'm hearing a Vegas lot about fighting. Vegas now. Oh, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was I'm misunderstood, a you know, and a lot, uh, a lot of times the deans uh, from my high school they would tell me, "Hey, why are you fighting?" You know, but I, they don't, they didn't know that uh, I was being, you know, targeted as, you know, uh, being bullied. So it wasn't my choice. Okay. To fight. It was just that I had to defend myself. But yeah, you know, I I, uh, I have a lot a lot of you know acquaintances or friends that are you know um, African American. Uh, I work with mm-hmm. them as well as uh, I dated one very nice person. Ever, I can't you, say. So you, you yes, dated. Uh, one. I did. That's what I'm trying I to did. get to. You did date a yes. black woman. How was that experience? Yeah. Man, it's you know it's oh, like. Uh, like another world experience, you know, very nice people. They teach you a lot about their culture. They're very proud about their culture, and it's uh, totally different than dealing with a Mexican girl or, uh, you know, Asian girl or uh, American girl or anything like that, you know. I have, you know, the utmost respect, and I think very highly of you guys. And uh, I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, it it doesn't matter what nationality because uh, my... My grandparents from my dad's side, uh, he was, uh, you know, he worked with animals, meaning that he had to gather all the animals and he would uh, mm-hmm. pay because he didn't like any other job besides that one. You know, that's, that was his last choice. Mm-hmm. But his, his, mm-hmm. his dad and mom, they were well off. You know, they had, they had things and, and uh, as far as, you know, land. And he had land. He had an uncle that had land too, but, you know, if something happened, you know, the struggle and uh, they they ended yeah, up not having anything, struggle. and so my my grandmother uh, from my dad's family, uh, um, she had a, her great granddaughter, great uh, uh, grandma, uh, was you know working with uh, giving birth to people. You know, back in the days they didn't have an RN; they used to give birth naturally. Right. So she that was my grandma, you know, giving bringing out the babies that women uh, women in a total women in a total uh, not to cut you off because we're we're coming kind of down to like the last we're down to seven minutes i do have a caller let me check in with them and see if they'd like to say something hold on bear with me hello 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 hey hello i'm just i'm just i'm just listening i'm not speaking okay okay thank you and i'd like to welcome you to the show thank you just hang on in there and uh i'll continue we're almost down to 
Let's say we have Victor out there. I'll go ahead, sit back and listen, and I'm going to talk back to Victor. Yes, I think coming Hello. to America, you know, uh, it teaches us to be multicultural because we can we get exposed to a lot of cultures which are nice. You know, that's a very different thing than just being stuck with one culture. Then it's right. a land of opportunities, right? right? So, uh, yeah, well, you well, know, that's what everybody says, but they, but the opportunities yeah, but, are kind of uh, limited you know, you when it to. comes to rich, and you know, when you're yeah, dealing with rich poor. and poor. Exactly, but let me right. tell you how how my family made it to be professors or doctors or RNs or veterinarians or stuff like that, you know, because I have those family mm-hmm. backgrounds. Uh, so professional. it turned out that, it turned out that uh, you know, one of my aunts who chose not to study because she had to take care, she was the oldest from the girl side, from the, the family, mm-hmm. and she migrated her mm-hmm. older brother to the city and their parents because they used to live with aunts themselves, you know, they had mm-hmm. no other choice. Because my dad, my mm-hmm. grandfather, you know, he was into drinking, and so they migrated. And then uh, my uncle. Can I ask uncle, you a question? My uncle. Can I ask you a question? Because we're we're down yes. to five. We're, we're down to five minutes, and I don't want you to get cut off. Uh, yes. I, I think basically what I've gotten from you, yeah, because we're down to five minutes, and when I cut, when it goes down, then you know we we can continue. You know, like I told you before, we can we can do a show especially well, for you. Let me let me, and you, you, let me tell you briefly. They uh, they they uh, they well, my uncle and my aunt who are RNs, you know, over there in Mexico, and my uncle wanted mm-hmm. to study civil engineering and become a professor, but he had no other way to pay for college. None of them did, but they started working for mm-hmm. the Red Cross, and that was an opportunity. So that's why they are there. Today. Oh yeah. But yes, that's my that's my ending. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, um, basically what I'm getting from you, too, and uh, what I find in my family, too, uh, thank you, Victor, as well. Thank you for joining, and thank you for being out there, and thank you for sharing your experience uh, with us. It's, it's That's what we need. That's what I ask for. I guess what I ask for, I got. When I call out to everyone and I say that, look, this show is based, it's based for you. It's not about me. It's not about what I did. It's not about how I lived. I'll put that, that's a book coming soon, <laughs> so don't worry. It, it, I'm working on it now. Um, my life story as well as what Victor and a lot of people have, uh, apparently we all have felt and dealt with, is that most women, women are very strong. They're very powerful. I give all my love and support to all the women out there who are holding it down, uh, as well as to the men, too. I have a lot of respect for all human beings, all human beings, just like Victor said, have to be acknowledged and they have to be uplifted and also their their accomplishments stated in fact that, yes, you know, we are all uh, amazing, uh, extraordinary people. Uh, we should not ever be defined or separated by race, but that is what, you know, America, America was built on the back of a lot of people who are of color. And I'm not going to just say for black people because you have Hispanic people that uh, came here and created this, this this country. You have Chinese, you have uh, Polish, you have everyone that came to this country as an immigrant has g- given something to it. They've made it a better place for us to live. So that's why when I am speaking and I'm on Facebook and social media and I'm telling you all the things I'm saying, I'm directing that to everyone. Not to just one particular person. I want everybody to understand that I'm a pro-people kind of girl. And that's basically what we all need to be. 
I don't have any uh, prejudices against anybody. I would do a show for anybody for whatever reason it may be. I've been told many, many years that I was foolish for doing this show for free. Um, now things for me are paying off. So how are we going to do this? I want to build an empire. And I think I told most of you guys out there, this empire I'm building is up for people like what Victor said, professional people, people who are entrepreneurs, people who want to succeed and get some generational wealth. Majority of this, only really one race that is here on this earth that has that generational wealth. I don't believe any any other race has that. So what I want to do collectively is bring you people together. You people, me, that includes me, bring all of you together uh, with your unique and genius ideas, uh, with your inventions, uh, your business, be it if it's entertainment, if it's music, if it's art, whatever it is that you have, you can bring it. You can do a show with me as well as as well as we will be doing a I'm going to be taking seventy four people with me on a Vegas trip in late August. And I'm gonna give you details about it, keep you guys up abreast. It's not it's not it's not free, but it's going to be fun. Uh during this three day, um it's a reload. It's Gina's Groove Theory Reloaded. It's gonna be three raffles, well actually four raffles. It's gonna be raffling off a show while we're down in Vegas, as well as two two pairs of sets of Fantasy Spring um, tickets to go stay in uh, in Palm Springs for two for two days, two days and two nights, as well as a date with me that Saturday night. So I want you guys to keep that in keep that in mind. We're gonna take this year, the rest of this year, and we're gonna build. We're gonna get together and build. Most of you guys out there that saw my Facebook. Pay close attention. Get with it. Drop those comments in. Support each other. Love one another. Be there without bias. Be there without indifference. Love, faith, hope, joy, all of that comes from what we do as a people. And for that, I'm going to be ending Gina's Groove Theory for tonight. I will see you tomorrow night at the same time. Much love to you all. I love you. Thank you for the support. And we are out for tonight. God bless everybody. Have a peaceful night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.